so many different ideas about good health, how do you separate the myths from the facts? Welcome to Healthy View Radio with your trio of co-hosts, Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighaus. Today, you'll learn what it takes to be healthy and happy within a stressful world from three experts walking their talk. Here is Lisa, Andrea, and Michelle. where the energy is always good. And if it's not, we have some remedies for that, including today's topic of EFT tapping. I'm Michelle Fennickhouse, and I'm here today with my co-host, Andrea Beeman, joining us all the way from New Mexico. (laughs) The Northeast girls are on the other side of the country. And Lisa Lutan, who is not traveling this week. (laughs) Soon enough. Soon enough. You guys are going to want to stick around to learn all about this I, this technique called tapping. It's kind of quirky. It's also a very promising way of getting rid of anxiety, dealing with trauma, uh, weight loss, much more. But I have to admit, I know very, very little about tapping, you guys. So would you say it's sort of like acupuncture or acupressure because it has to do with the body's meridians and energy? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, if you think about it, when you're using acupuncture, you're putting needles into specific points in your body, and it's the same thing, only you're tapping on them. And the theory behind tapping is that all everything is based on positive energy flow in your body, and when something negative happens, either an emotion or a pain or trauma, it breaks the flow of energy. And what you're trying is to restore that natural energetic flow to the body. And it's super cool. I'm really into it. Um, I have had a couple of tapping sessions myself. Um, I didn't know that that was all going on while they were tapping on me, but um, <laughs> but it did feel good. I had a something called I, I gosh, it was like five years ago. It was like body talk, literally called body talk, and they tap on different parts of your body, and it was almost like a an interesting type of massage. Oh, Ooh. but it's something that you can do you do to yourself usually. Is that right? Well, usually when you're learning, somebody guides you through, or there are plenty of videos now on YouTube that you can learn it, and there's set points, and then you can learn to use it as a tool for yourself. And I do use it every day, just like I practice meditating every day, I practice tapping every day so that when I really need it, I'm going to have it ready and available as a skill, as kind of like a tool in my toolbox. Hmm. That's interesting. I I like uh, the massage, like I massage, I like... I don't massage myself, right? So I prefer when somebody comes and and massages. So the tapping, I mean, you know, we'll have to hear what this fella has today to say, fella. I'm such an old-fashioned kind of gal. (laughs) (laughs) This fella that's coming on today, we'll see what he has to say about tapping. But um, is it more effective if you do it yourself or is it more effective if somebody does it for you? And what are the benefits of each? You know, like, like I said, I could, I could certainly press my meridian points and give myself a massage. But when I'm doing that, I'm actually not in the most relaxed state. So when I'm having a massage done on me, I want to be completely relaxed because I want them to get in and I want them to do their stuff while my body's in that parasympathetic nervous system. So let me explain. I'll tell you a story that happened to me that really um, impacted me and my desire to teach others tapping. I had been learning it myself and was doing it. And I was at an event somewhere and I found like, oh my God, I'm feeling really nervous. All this stuff is coming up. I thought, 
oh my God, I'm going to tap. And so I'm sitting in the little coffee shop at this place and I start doing my little tapping and a woman next to me says, are you tapping? And I said, sure, you want to tap? And she came over to me and she was feeling all anxious about you know, leaving and get all the logistics of her travel were taking away from her feeling present in this workshop she was in. And so I said, well, let me help you. And I started tapping with her. And the most incredible thing ever happened. I felt this shift in her energy, in her body. And I literally got that benefit too. I started feeling her energy and I'm like, damn, this is good stuff. <laughs> like not only is this going to help me, but if I help others, I get the benefit of their energy. And I'm so curious if like Reiki masters or other energy healers get this same little boost. We'll have to ask him today because it was super amazing for me. Well, it's just channels, right? You're opening up channels of energy. So of course, like if you're a vibration, you're going to pick it up. But when you were just talking about that, you know, the scene in, in the diner um, or in the coffee shop, it reminded me of when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> and she's pretending, she's, to have an <laughs> <laughs> she's pretending to have an orgasm there. And the people in the ta- next table is like, oh, my God, I'll have what she's having. So maybe that's part of the tapping experience is that you have this great energy going on and it vibrates outward and everybody wants it. It kind of does. It's like a really good quick mood fix. You know, like sometimes you're in a bad mood, like literally in a minute or two, like it can just shift you to you're giggling. It's like a little high. The first time I ever saw anybody or ever, and I have to apologize because my long guys are going by with their blowers right now. So if you hear it, (laughs) Uh, the first time I ever encountered tapping was when I was a student at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and we were sitting in Lincoln Center. This is also the first time I ever saw Andrea up on that stage. <laughs> think of it, but I was I was sitting in the audience, and the woman in front of me was tapping her head right here in the middle of her head over and over and over and over and over. And I'm like, all right, I know we got some earthy, crunchy people around here. There's something up with this. There's something that she knows that I don't know about. And she was just tap, 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 tapping the whole time. I have to say, do all the tapping you want. But when you're in some sort of performance or at a movie or looking at something on stage, the people behind you get a little distracted by that. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. You might want to go off in a little corner. You You didn't feel the surge, Michelle? What the heck is going on? (laughs) Yeah, I was just confused. I don't know if she just had a really itchy scalp at first. I don't know what was happening, but uh, (laughs) but I believe this is what she was doing. So the top of of the head is, is is a tapping point. Yes. yes, it is one of the tapping points. And one of the things that I've learned in my study of tapping is there's different schools of tapping and everybody has their own little twist on it and they change it up a little bit. The languaging is super important and what's different about tapping than a lot of other type of energy or positive things that we do. Most things focus on the positive. Tapping focuses on the negative, at least at first. And that's kind of a weird thing to get used to. So you're focusing on the negative emotion, you're focusing on the pain, you're focusing on all the bad stuff. And it's it's a pretty crazy experience. Hopefully he'll he'll tap with us a little bit. But Wait, so do they focus on the negative to bring awareness to it so that you can shift it? Yeah, yeah. So I can walk you through a real super eat like a tap us, tap okay, us. Tap. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like and now, usually you do it with one person. You don't usually do it with a group. So I'm. Let's think of something um, for our listeners. Like maybe they are really busy and stressed. Let's just say, for example. So you define the problem. This is your karate chop here, and this is where you're kind of starting to define the problem. 
And you might say something like, and the language in the, little, in the beginning is a little bit corny, but you get used to it. So even though I'm so busy and stressed, I still love and respect myself. And some tappers will do this three times. Some will do it once, depending on the school of tapping. So even though I'm feeling so crazy, busy, stressed, I still love and respect myself. Even though I am so busy and stressed, I'm driving myself crazy. I still love and respect myself. And then you move to these points and we go to the top of the head and we just focus on the problem. Um, so busy and crazy. And you top about seven times in each spot. And then the next one is right kind of at the top where, of the, where your eyebrow starts. And if you hold a few fingers, you'll get both sides. So, so busy and crazy. Then we move to the side of the eye here, right there, that bone. Oh, it's funny. These are all meridian points, yeah, all yeah. of them. So crazy busy. So, Wait, so Lisa, crazy. both eyes or just one eye? You only have to do one. You can do both, but you only have to do one. I don't want to be asymmetrical. The next spot is if you feel that bone <laughs> under your eye there, that bone right under your eye, tap there. Yeah. And you keep saying the words, I'm so crazy busy. The next one is between the nose and the top of the lip in there. Okay. Tapping. Even A-Rod's tapping. He says, yeah, A-Rod, are you tapping? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so crazy busy. It's driving me nuts. And you know, Usually, you're not stopping. The next one's between the lip and the chin in here. This is tapping. a sexual point. Is it? Ooh. What Uterus. is it? Ooh. <laughs> okay. The next one is on kind of if you go down to the collarbone, you feel that little circle, and there's a little point on each side. If you take your hand big again, you can reach both. Oh, I'm so stressed and busy. And then the next one is... Kind of if you go down right around where the bra strap is right there. Okay. And here's the thing. So what happens normally when you start tapping is you you see that you get into it. You feel the intensity of the whole thing. You rate it on a scale. And then you do a round and you rate it again. You do another round. You rate it again. And the languaging starts changing. And usually, if you're somewhat intuitive, you know, like we health coaches are naturally, when you're <laughs> guiding th with somebody through, we kind of take them on that journey. And then hopefully, they're going to help us out with their languaging as well. And it brings up a lot of stuff. It brings up and releases a lot of stuff of what you're really feeling. And it starts diffusing the negativity super fast. Oh, it's so interesting. It's fascinating. Now, I haven't learned, I, I'm like in the studying phase and I've done a lot with kind of quick, easy fixes. You can really get into releasing deep-seated trauma with this stuff. And I haven't learned that part yet, but. When I was studying Shiatsu 20 years ago, um, we learned something called Douyin, which was a morning self-massage. And you literally tapped your entire body from top to bottom, opening up all your meridians. But the intention wasn't on negative. The intention was on gathering energy from the universe and from the earth beneath your feet and then utilizing it to uh, nourish your organs, the chi found in everything, right? Um, so very interesting stuff. So interesting. I just Happy started time. studying qigong and it's a lot oh, of Oh, yeah, yeah, I love qigong. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have a question about the negative, you know, because just repeating over and over, I'm so stressed, I'm so stressed. Like you said, it feels a little counterintuitive for what you would want yeah. to be saying, but is it kind of like, um, you know, if you're going to repeat something to yourself like that, you have to believe it. You can't be like, I am the calmest person in the universe, <laughs> you know, when you're not, because it just won't take, you have to have like a, you have to believe it. So is it kind of like that where you start with the negative thought and slowly inch your way towards 
a small thing that you can believe, a, a bigger thing you can believe. Yeah, yeah. So you really get yourself into that place where you're really feeling it in your body, like, you know, where you, you really do some pre-work and you, you're feeling it in your chest, you're feeling it in your stomach, you're really in that place of pain and sorrow and negativity. And you will feel that starting to lighten and diffuse. And so the thing that really varies that I've noticed of different people who are different tapping methods, some after a few rounds of negative go right into rounds of more positive. Some do it differently there. And we'll see what Dawson Church today does because, you know, the Ortners have made tapping really popular out there, but there's all these different breakoff schools that really have their own flavor. I guess like anything else, meditation even, there's lots of different ways that people meditate. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, one day in one of my groups, um, we had some extra time. I'm like, who wants to tap? And three or four different people came up, all with different issues. And each one had some aha or breakthrough or like just felt so much better about the situation. Totally different. And it was just, it's just a really, like I said, it's another tool in the toolbox. And we can never have too many tools for dealing with life, right? You know how smokers, you know, when they try to stop smoking, they need something. I was just talking to a client the other day. She was talking about how she started knitting. She needed to keep her hands busy. What if tapping is the new smoking? That would be <laughs> no, great. then you're knitting. Huh? <laughs> 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 you know, something for your hands to do, releasing tension. Everyone could be standing outside the bit, you know, their uh, offices on their lunch breaks, just tap, 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 tap. <laughs> <laughs> and Not a, a, foreigner, a foreigner would come by and say, wow, we're such a nervous society. Look at that. <laughs> but we are. Yeah, you know, we really are. And I think also it brings you back to present. And anything mm. that brings us back to present mode is like a really damn good thing for us. Oh, my gosh. Everybody should be tapping on their heart in this modern world. What was the sex one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's talk about Prostate, that one uterus. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about like the sex organs as opposed to sexual <laughs> desire, or is it both? No, this is in physiognomy. Remember we had that uh, visual diagnosis? This is the area around the whole mouth that's, re- you know, connected to your sex organs. I see. Ah. Yeah. So this makes Erotica. them healthy? <laughs> <laughs> Say again? This makes them healthy? Uh, well, I don't know about tapping on that, but you can see what's going on in it. <laughs> I would make sure you have clean hands or you're going to end up with pimples. And that's just not good. <laughs> <laughs> Tap just yourself little, into acne. Yeah. yeah. A, a hygiene note from Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take care of the skin. Well, I think it's time now for us to move into our meet your meat segment of our show. So wash your hands. <laughs> Tap your meat before you eat it. <laughs> Tap your meat. <laughs> show is brought to you by ButcherBox, bringing thoughtfully sourced meat directly to your door. You can go to butcherbox.com HVR to place your order and save $20. Plus, you'll get free bacon. And I don't know about you guys, but today is sunny. It's like the nicest day I've seen in a while. Didn't need the big winter coat. And with the warm weather approaching, I'm thinking about some nice, grass-fed steak with an heirloom tomato salad and some fresh basil, maybe like corn on the cob, all the good stuff that comes with the warm weather, and sitting outside on my deck watching the sunset. When are you inviting me and Lisa over for this meal? (laughs) (laughs) Really? I just got some outdoor furniture, so come on. We're there. We are so there. (laughs) 
Now, typically when we want steaks, we're thinking about the filet mignons and the ribeyes and a strip steak. But with grill season approaching, we asked ButcherBox what other cuts of meat they recommend. And they said some of our favorite steaks and roasts in general are chuck beef cuts, which really surprised me because I'm thinking chuck. Chuck is for pot roast. Chuck is for yeah, stew. It's stew is amazing. You know, it's not for the steak that I have in mind on my plate here, you know? So um, they said there are two types of steak to look for that actually come from the chuck part of the cow, um, but can be very tender and tasty and often more affordable. So you can look for the Denver steak and the flat iron steak. And with both of those, just be careful not to overcook them and always slice against the grain when you're serving. So there you go. Head on over to butcherbox.com HVR to save $20 and get free bacon and order yourself some grass-fed and finished steaks and have it all delivered to your door. And in just a few moments, we will be back with our guest, Dawson Church, author of the best-selling books, The Genie in Your Genes and Mind to Matter. He studies evidence-based psychological and medical techniques and is the editor of Energy Psychology, Theory, Research, and Treatment, a peer-reviewed professional journal, and he's a blogger for the Huffington Post. He shares how to apply the breakthroughs of energy psychology to health and athletic performance through EFT Universe, one of the largest alternative medicine sites on the web. And Dawson will be telling us all about EFT tapping. So hang tight and we'll be back after the break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighouse, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighouse with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Lisa Lutan, and I would like to thank our sponsor, Squatty Potty. Last week, we were lucky enough to have the founder of Squatty Potty right here on the show, and it was such a treat because all of us are such huge 
fans. Yes, I have like four of them in my house. <laughs> and there is even one in my CrossFit gym that I noticed, which was like super cool. They are just popping up everywhere. So if you're a person who's ever had issues with the C problem, that's constipation. I know people don't like to talk about it, but it is a big thing. You have to run out now and get a squatty putty because it will change your life forever. It just puts you in that natural position where your body wants to be when you're doing you know what. So if you go to squattypotty.com and hit slash HVR like Healthy View Radio, you will get 10% off your squatty potty. Don't walk, run. Anyway, <laughs> don't walk, squat. <laughs> don't walk, squat. Oh, that's such a better one. Okay. Anyway, I am really super excited to introduce, introduce you to our guest today, Dr. Dawson Church. As I mentioned in the first segment, I do tapping every single day. I'm a huge fan of it. And so I'm really excited to learn from him more about the tapping method that he does on his EFT universe, which is one of the largest alternative medicine, I can't talk, excuse me, <laughs> alternative medicine sites on the web. So Dawson, welcome to our show. It's great to be here. Thank you. So Dawson, we like to get to know our guests a little bit better before we delve into the topic. So I'd love to know, what did you have for breakfast today? What a fun question, and one I have never been asked before in doing probably over a thousand interviews. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so I always start my day with tapping and meditation and then go on to do all my usual things like have breakfast, but I had a superfood smoothie, and I've got to tell you, superfoods are so amazing, and if you're taking care of both your emotional and spiritual health, the meditation and tapping, and then also your physical health with superfoods and really high-quality foods then you feel totally wonderful. So you're hitting both the physical and the emotional parts of your well-being. Do you mind if I ask what was in the superfood smoothie? You know, I, my wife makes these smoothies every day, and I think that a big ingredient is love. Yeah. Oh, love in her, right. And it comes out through her salad. <laughs> Good night, answer. But uh, <laughs> the, the, she, she puts in about... 20 different superfoods. So this, these are a lot of different superfoods in there. And you have to get the, the proportions right because if you put in too much maca, for example, you really overwhelm your system. And uh, so superfoods are good, but like anything else, you have to get the proportions right in moderation. So, um, so maybe I'll give you guys a link later on where people can actually download her superfood smoothie recipe. We would love that. We'll post it on our page at healthyviewradio.com. And good. so Dawson, what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, no, you're asking all kinds of questions, Dad. <laughs> Just warming you up. Oh, I'm prepared for. This is so fun. <laughs> well, um, you know, I sneak away usually once or twice a month, and I spend time completely alone. I go out to the beach, and I walk on the beach, and I just sometimes I, I, I talk to myself out loud. So there I am looking like this you know, crazy mad scientist walking up and down the beach, talking aloud to myself. And I do, you know, I, I do look around to make sure no one else has seen me because I don't want to embarrass the strangers or the dogs running by. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the coolest guilty pleasures I've heard yet. I really like that one. Oh, my God. I love Dawson's yeah. laugh. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> 
we just have a good time. So let's jump into this topic of tapping, because I know a lot of listeners out there are really fascinated. And I would love for you to explain in a much better way than I tried to, what exactly is tapping and why is it so effective? Yeah, tapping has really caught on in the last few years. We estimate there are over 20 million people all over the world, China, India, Japan, Korea, Australia, England, all over the place who use tapping. And so it's really caught on, and it's caught on because it's really effective. It reduces anxiety, depression, it reduces stress generally. And all it is, is it's the use of acupressure. And so for centuries, oriental medicine has used acupuncture needles to stimulate these acupuncture points. So these are measurable points. I can use a device called a galvanometer, which I use in all my live workshops, to show people exactly where these acupuncture points are. We can measure them with scientific instruments. So we know these points are real. They conduct, they have all kinds of interesting properties. And so with EFT, we don't use needles. We use pressure, fingers of pressure or tapping on those points. And when you think about a bad thing, when you think about being hurt as a child or bullied or things you didn't get that you wanted or disappointments or losses or grief or work on adult issues, which may be very recent, like we've worked with now, we've worked with over 20,000 veterans with PTSD and done tapping with them. And we've done uh, eight randomized controlled trials and they show that people recover permanently from flashbacks, nightmares, intrusive thoughts, hypervigilance, all other kinds of symptoms of PTSD. So when you think about the bad thing and you apply acupressure, you produce this calming sensation in your body. So now rather than you, the, that veteran thinking about the bomb blast or that person who was abused thinking about the bullying when they were five years old and going into fight or flight, when you use acupressure in conjunction with thinking about that, it tells the emotional part of the brain that you're safe. And in various studies done using MRIs at Harvard University, they've shown that when you simulate acupuncture points while you are thinking about a fearful memory, that the whole fear part of the brain, it's called the limbic system, the middle part of the brain, the whole emotional brain simply turns off. But well, that's that fear response, that fight and flight response that you normally have in, in, in conjunction with the memory just gets turned off when you in, 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 at the same time, when you apply acupuncture to that, that memory or distress. So I'm fascinated with the use of tapping for PTSD and other really highly traumatic situations. But what I'm curious is, is this something you can work with people on a one time or do they come back again and again for a series of tapping mm -hmm. sessions to really nail this issue? I, for simple issues, like the very first time I learned to tap, I was in a kind of crisis around 2002. I had a big issue in my life. I tapped and it went away immediately. That happens sometimes. Other times you need a, a series of, of tapping sessions and, or you need to work with a practitioner. So you can do it yourself. It's often effective. But if people are dealing with long-term issues, and those issues include things like self-sabotage or um, persistent problems in your love relationship or weight loss. Weight loss is one in which I think people are rarely successful on their own. They need support. They need structure. They need expert guidance on how to use for weight loss. But the research shows, for example, that people who use EFT don't just lose weight when they're doing an EFT course, that in the year after they finish EFT, they don't regain the weight and they keep on dropping weight at an average in various studies of one to two pounds a month. So, um, EFT is really effective long-term, but for those persistent issues like self-sabotage or weight loss or relationship issues or money worries, it does pay to work with a practitioner. 
So simply because they're the languaging and they know where to guide you through on the journey. It's like any other kind of uh, of skill. You know, you need an attorney, you need a real a realtor. It just it's really helpful to have someone who knows the territory and can get you there quickly, rather than stumbling around in the dark yourself trying to figure out how to be your attorney or how to be your best life coach or how to be your therapist. Just go to somebody who knows how to do that and can get you there quickly. So it's much more efficient for long-term situations, long-term life problems. You go to a practitioner or, to, you know, and, and we, we train thousands of certified practitioners every year. And so it's, it's powerful to work with those people. But for average things like, you know, the first time I tapped, I sat there on the steps of my office, I tapped, and my level of psychological distress went away. It was just it went, went from like, you know, a high number, use a, a zero to 10 scale to actually determine how successful we're being with tapping. And I went from a high number down to a zero in just a few minutes. So of course, for many things, uh, phobias, for example, uh, the research shows that people will ha- have a phobia of water or driving or mice or rats or bats or snakes, whatever it might be, that it, on average, it only takes one session of tapping and often tapping by yourself is successful. But again, if you have that, this, this pattern of binge eating, if you have a pattern of relationship self-sabotage, acting out the same way in relationship after relationship, if you have a way of being dysfunctional around money that you've had for 30 or 40 years, you, you, it's unlikely you're going to be able to reverse that in just you know, a 10-minute self-tapping session. So I'm sure, you know, many people out there are intrigued, like, let's just take weight loss, for example, which is huge on so many people's minds. How, what kind of languaging would you be doing with the tapping to help somebody who's trying to lose weight? That's a good question, Lisa. And paradoxically, EFT doesn't guide you to do any positive thinking. In fact, I was tapping with one of my board members in our nonprofit, and um, I was tapping with his wife on... She, she had some weight issues, and she had a craving for Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> and so she was just addicted to these things. She loved this 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 one kind of treat. And um, yes, when he, when he was watching me tap with her and tap with other people in a big group, he said, Dawson, you know, I've, I've heard you tapping now with people for two hours, and all you're doing is having them dredge up all of their childhood disappointments and all of their hurts and all of their emotional wounds. And, and where, where's the positive stuff in here? And the answer was, there isn't any. And so DFT, the paradox is that we really plumb the depths of all the wounds we never healed. So when you were two and three and five, you were disappointed because you didn't get the attention you wanted. You didn't have the friends that like you perhaps or your parents punished you. You have all these losses and wounds from early childhood. But EFT, we focus relentlessly on the bad stuff. Now, the paradox there is when you reduce, when you use the language, the language you're using is ultimately focused on the disappointments, the hurts, the wounds of your life, but you're applying active pressure at the same time. So now you're remembering these things, you're lighting up that emotional midbrain with those traumatic memories, and you're then applying the acupuncture point tapping, which then quietens down that stress response. Now suddenly, your brain no longer associates remembering being bullied at the age of five with going into fight or flight. It breaks the association. This is called counter-conditioning in psychology. And it's powerful because we show that when those people come back to us six months or a year later and we test them, they no longer have those emotional responses. So we use language that focuses on the negative over and over and over again. And the paradox is that when you plumb the depth and clean out all that basement of old hurts and wounds, suddenly people just pop up 
into the sunlight and say, oh my goodness, I feel much better now. And they then start to frame their lives in a positive way. Even people who have been dreadfully hurt. I mean, I've heard people who've been raped or people who've been wounded or had bomb blasts or been bitterly betrayed, all these things. I mean, one, one therapist I worked with at a recent live workshop, she, she had childhood abuse from the time she was two to the time she was 17. She'd been sexually abused. Horrible, horrible abuse. And at the end of this moving session, the whole room was in tears. She said, nothing that man did could take my joy away. Now, that's a positive explanation and a positive frame for the most horrible abuse imaginable. And I love those breakthroughs that people have because you, you then work with her on all the bad stuff using all this language to focus on the abuse. And suddenly this huge positive reframe arises within her, within her own psyche. And she says, nothing that man did could stifle my joy or make me not be a happy person. And I'm a happy person today. So, so the bad stuff will happen. But now she has what we call in psychology a positive explanatory framework for the negative stuff in her life. And that's powerful. Yeah, that is powerful. Dawson, I have a question for you. This is Andrea. Um, so I'm assuming that when they're bringing up all this negative stuff, they can't be in an environment that is unsafe. Like if when like bringing, in, in the uh, house, for example, where they were raped, would they have to do the tapping in out in a different environment? Um, for serious abuse, Yes, I would recommend getting yourself completely away from all the things that trigger those cues, the environmental cues, the people, the sights, the sounds, the smells that trigger it. Get yourself out of there uh, and, and, and make yourself, heal yourself in another environment. But then with EFT, we often have people go back. They, they go back to that house. They go back to see that, that uncle at Christmas or Thanksgiving. They do something to really confront themselves. With EFT, we can ask people confront your questions at the end of a session. We say, imagine he's right here in the room with you right now. And they'll say something like, if he was here right now, I would slap his face. I would tell him what I think of him. I would chew him out. I would, you know, they become empowered. One, one woman who, um, who's, whose dad never told me he loved her. She was, I had her in a, in a work, live workshop and she was, at the end of the session, she was telling her dad, why didn't you ever tell me you love me? She was completing this conversation with her dad who had died a few years before. They're really working on those things. And then she might want to then go back to a family gathering or look at a photograph of her dad and test those results with EFT. We usually find the changes are permanent. And even when people are confronted with those same triggers and cues, they no longer go into that fight or flight stress state. Dawson, I'm just fascinated with your site, EFT Universe. Can you tell everybody about it and what type of resources you have on there for them, to, for free videos and everything else? Yeah, EFT Universe is it's a massive site. It has over 5,000 pages and hundreds of videos. And there, these are all stories written by the people. So people write in into us and say, you won't believe what happened. I was at the sphere of public speaking, and I did some tapping, and it's totally gone. Now I'm presenting it at the Rotary Club at Toastmasters. So, so all these stories are on EFT Universe, over 5,000 stories like that. Also, there are resources like the videos, also, a list of certified practitioners. And if you're going to a practitioner, it's important you, you work with somebody who's properly, properly trained. There are also online resources like uh, online courses for weight loss, for relationship skills, for sports performance. There are many, many books on EFT as well. Some of them I've written, others written by other experts. And that, that site, EFT Universe, is just a wealth of, of information. We have 
tens of thousands of visitors every month because people just find it and go there and um, use all of those free resources. Well, you have been a wealth of information, and we can't thank you enough for joining us today on the show. Well, I so admire the liveliness and great energy you bring to it. So thanks for sharing that with everyone. Thank you so much. It has been such a treat. When we get back from the break, we will be joined by superstar psychology of eating coach and my good friend, Nina Manelson. Stay tuned. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighouse, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you ever have an off day? Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought, showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back to Healthy View Radio with me, Andrea Beeman, and my tappity tap 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 co-host, Lisa Lutan, and the tapless but still very lovable, Michelle Fenninghaus. <laughs> tapless. It sounds like tapless. Sounds like tapless. <laughs> in this section of the show, it's time to introduce you to new, exciting, up-and-coming talent in the health and wellness field. And actually, this one isn't new. She's been around for quite a while. We have Nina Manelson. She helps women over 40 and their, end their war with food and make peace with their body. She works with savvy women who already know exactly what they should be doing to feel good in their own skin, but still struggle to feel nourished. Nina is the creator of the Body Love Map, which helps women shift from body hate and self-criticism into body ease, body trust, and body love. She's a psychology of eating and nationally board certified holistic health coach with 25 years of experience helping women create a trusting, caring, and compassionate relationship with their body. Nina is also the founder of the Nourished Woman Nation. So welcome to the show, Nina. We're very excited to have you here with us. 
Andrea, I am thrilled to be with you and all these amazing, strong, fabulous women. Yeah. My favorite place to be is with amazing, strong, fabulous women. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Have you been listening to the show? Did you hear about the tapping? I did. I did. Fascinating. I've, oh, I've been uh, tracking tapping for many, many, many years. And it resonates with me in terms of really working with women's nervous systems, because when women are struggling with their body, they're often also struggling with their nervous system at the same time, because they're managing their nervous system with food. And so they're wondering, why am I at war with food when food is, they're using food actually to kind of manage how they're feeling? Oh, that's great. Um, I like the way that you put that. Uh, so let me ask you this, because you're, you're in this business for a long time. What initially drew you to, to this type of work in the first place? Well, this is my story. My story is struggle with food and body. So what do I do is I help women with food and body because I really, when I was in it, thought that there was no way out. I really thought I was stuck in the model of I hate my body and then I try to manage my body with a diet. Oh, can't manage it anymore. Can't hold the willpower. Can't keep it up. Oh, now I failed and now I'm back to hate. And I was caught in that loop literally for decades of trying to fix my body, trying to make it different than it was and then failing and wondering what was wrong. And it, I took a journey through working with women around their bodies, psychology, nutrition, psychology of eating, all of those paths took me to really working with women on a very deep level around their relationship with their body. Instead of being in a place of like, I'm going to fix you, it, her, that, that thing over there, I'm going to really be in relationship and in a place of connection and respect and trust. That's great. Um, so let me ask you this. Like, I, I know that on your, your website, I was looking around and, and there's this psychology and mindset patterns that keep women stuck. Can you give us or share with us some of those patterns that keep women stuck? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the big patterns is there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me and I am faulty and I'm just not strong enough and I can't do this right. So that's one big one because right away it leaves us in this place of like, I, I can't be with this person, right? Like even if you think about a relationship with somebody else, if you're going, if you're with them with the attitude, there's something wrong with you. It's really hard to be in a respectful, responsive, trusting, caring, listening relationship. So that's one piece. The other piece is I got to do this all by myself. I have so much information coming at me from all these. I'm going to find, I'm going to read just the right book and I'm going to get this relationship with my body. I'm going to fix it all by myself. And the reality is women need support. We do well connected. Like look at the three of you. You've created this incredible dynamic experience because of the connection. And women, we do well with support, with connection. And so women are like completely in this place of isolation. I'm the only one binging. I'm the only one late at night in my fridge snacking. I'm the only one who's carrying, you know, secret candy in my pocket or tucked away that my kids don't know about. That's not true. And we need to be in community of women to understand that we're not isolated here. So I noticed that you have, um, you know, the rose quartz and you have a lot of love stones around you. Did your shift happen when you started to love yourself a little bit more? 
So self-love is a huge piece. It's a really big piece, but it starts to become, and I've created a whole body love map, a body love continuum. It starts to be this holy grail of I'm going to love myself, right? I hate myself over here on this side, but I'm going to love myself. And let me tell you, I tried. I love many people who do affirmations and all. I would look in the mirror and I love myself. And it was like there was a voice, critical voice inside of me mocking. I, it didn't fly at all. And I realized that we actually have to work towards love in a slower way, that that idea of I'm going to just love myself is can be too far for some women when they're in that place of body dissatisfaction, and that there's a slow actual pathway there. To move, we have to move towards a place of awareness. Where are we now? Getting current with what's going on. And we then need to move to a place of ease. Like, okay, I may not love everything I see in the mirror. Not every piece of the clothes may fit just the way I want it to. But you know what? This is me. Then we get to that place of acceptance. And when we're there, we grow nourishing practices. And then sort of without it being a big, like, I'm going to push myself to love myself, we suddenly experience it sometimes. Like, wow, I'm rocking this. I'm feeling good in my own skin. I'm at ease. I walk into a room without feeling self-conscious about what I think of my body or worrying about what other people think about their bodies. It's a gradual process. And our culture really wants it to be a quick fix. It's not. It's a relationship. It takes time and attention and love. Nina, I have a question for you. So how do you balance the idea of self-love and acceptance with honest to God needs of changing, you know, nutrition patterns or changing eating patterns or needing to lose weight for medical reasons. Like where's the balance there? So I think that we have to start from a place of saying, you know what, where I am, I'm going to be here without judgment. Because when I, there's a concept that I've coined called body current. If we can't be body current, this is what's going on in this, this body now and be with it. It's really hard to then change. Okay. I want to live into that future body and I want, and I want that past body that I had in college. We have to be in the now. And then what are the needs now? Okay. From this now body that maybe is feeling tired, maybe is feeling body dissatisfaction. This body now needs a little more support. Okay, so what could that look like? What would feel like an easy next step? Maybe it's more blood sugar balancing. Maybe I need to do some gentle nutrition around adding more healthy fats and protein. But if we can come from a place of what does this body need instead of what should I do to get that body in the future or should I do to get that body that I had in the past, it comes from more of a centered place that's much more sustainable where we're less likely to trip ourselves up. I did it wrong. I'm never going to get there. I'm not going to fit into that dress for that wedding. And boom, I'm back in body hate and body dissatisfaction. Yeah, it's interesting when, um, and uh, so many women, and I don't know where it comes from, but it, I had it too, was a hate for the body, like, oh, it's not perfect, it doesn't look good, it's, they're cellulite, you know, it's wrinkled, whatever it is, and um, when I have my clients now today, and they tell me, you know, they hate their body, I tell them to take the body part that they hate the most, and when they're in the shower, to scrub it and give it love, like, if it's their belly, you know, I tell them to put their hands on their belly when they're in the shower, and, and really connect with their belly for what it does 
does for them, not what it hasn't been doing for them. It helps them digest food. It g- gives them nourishment or their thighs, right? They hate their thighs. Like these thighs are horrible. And I'm like, okay, your thighs help you get up the stairs, right? You can walk down the street. Um, and it does, it takes time. It's never one little time that they connect with their bodies over and over and over and over again. So how do you know where to start with your people? Yeah. So the, 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 the quick answer is start where they are right? If they're stuck in body dissatisfaction and body hate, then how do we bring more compassion, right? If they're caught in that body management diet, 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 how do we release the grip and the war with food is how do we start to introduce foods that are pleasurable and enjoyable that still make them feel good is starting exactly where the next piece is. There's a a client that I have that I was talking with and she was like, she got to the first call with me and she was like, you know what? I realize I never eat without guilt. Let's start there. That's juicy. How, what can we do to sit there and actually allow you to enjoy your food? So everybody is different. There's no cookie cutter. That's why we need the support is to meet us where we are because like any relationship, it's had its history, right? We've had our wounds that have made us disconnected or not be able to talk nicely to ourselves. So Mm -hmm. then we have to find those places. Well, you know, I have a, another question for you, and then I got to, you know, tell people where to find you and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Where, and I know this is a really big question. We should probably have an entire episode on it alone. Where did the initial hate for the female body come from? Mm. Okay, here's the short answer. Patriarchy. Mm. It is. It's a whole external world that tells us what we should look like, how, what size we should be, what's acceptable, what's what's what makes us good women, what makes us powerful women, what makes us beautiful women, that definition started to come from outside of women, from the industries of fashion, from the industries of weight loss, from, you know, from the idealized view of what sexy was. All of that hatred came from outside of us. And that is actually a very powerful question, Andrea, because so often when women are doing this deep work, they're going, what's wrong with me? We have to, in this work of food and body, zoom out and go, it's not just about me. It's also the cultural messages that I have inhaled and digested whole and believe completely. And they are not true. Hmm. Well, you know, I think that any woman who connects with you is going to learn a wealth of knowledge and how to love herself. So can you please tell our listeners and our viewers where they can get in contact with you and learn more about what, you, what you're up to? Absolutely. In fact, I made a special page on my website, especially for your viewers, and it's ninamanelson.com forward slash healthy view all one word. And there's two free special lovely offers there. One is an ebook, how to be a woman at ease in your body. And the other one is a free five-day intuitive eating intensive that's starting in just a couple of weeks. And they're both nice ways to walk in towards that relationship with your body so that you're not constantly in the war, in the struggle, in the battle. Oh, that's great. So we're going to put that link into the show notes so people can connect with that for sure. Because they love gifts. They love learning great stuff. And they're going to love you, I'm sure. 
Thank you so much for having me. It's really important to have these conversations and to zoom out into how do we really be in a place where we can start caring for ourselves from the inside out. Thanks so much, Nina. Okay, yeah. so uh, Nina's going to hang on. And uh, Michelle, what's your, your big takeaway from uh, today? Or Lisa, whoever wants to go first? Well, I mean, it was just, just happened. So it feels like, but, it, but also I got like little goosebumps when Nina's like, it's not just me. It's not just one of us who's having these problems individually. It is a cultural problem. It is a cultural problem. Women hate ourselves. We hate ourselves. And I think that the, that we should do a whole episode around that. And that's why I go out with my sweatpants and no makeup and make everybody look at me when I'm not looking pretty. That's my stance on, on changing that one little bit at a time. Yeah, I'm going to highly recommend that film Embrace, you know, with Taryn Brumfett. We're supposed to have her on the show until we realized it was uh, middle of the night of Australia time. But uh, it's a great film and it gets into all this. And also Nina's such a pro. So go visit Nina. But I'm going to start tapping on it. So I'm going to start tapping on loving my body in a whole new way. And if anybody wants to join me, you know where to find me. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. Yeah, I loved I loved having Dawson on and, and Nina together. I mean, we put these two together, the tapping and the love. My gosh, there's going to be explosions of love happening all over the place, right? Um, so I want to thank our guests for showing up today and bringing their awesome knowledge to the table. And uh, before we go, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Giovanni Cosmetics, for their awesome Echo Chic hair products. If you want gorgeous hair at a great discount, you can get a $2 coupon when you go to GiovanniCosmetics.com forward slash HBR. And then take that coupon and head over to any Sprouts, Kroger, or Whole Foods to go get your hair care. I would also like to thank Clara for leaving us an awesome review on iTunes. She gave us five stars and she said, this is a totally great show, Healthy View Radio. The information that you all bring to the table is so needed. I truly look forward to your show weekly. I've been a follower of Andrea Beeman for about 10 years as I was seeking information about hypothyroidism. You all share loads of great healthy information that can be be put into action and have great results thereafter. Thanks, ladies. Uh, no, 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 Clara, thank you. Thank you for showing up every week and for being an awesome fan and for taking this knowledge and sharing it with the world. And for any of you that missed any part of this show, you can watch any of our recordings on YouTube. Just search for healthyviewradio.com, right? Is that correct? <laughs> Yep. I hope. <laughs> Check us out on iTunes or just meet us back here every week for another episode of your most favorite radio show on the airwaves. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy View Radio. Please join Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighouse again for another fun and insightful edition of our show. We're live again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you soon.